Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. The Ledger Report is brought to you by MyPillow.com. Please go to MyPillow.com and enter Ledger in the promo code box for up to 66% off. That's MyPillow.com and enter L-E-D-G-E-R in the promo code box. The Ledger Report is also brought to you by Relief Factor. Go to relieffactor.com forward slash ledger for a natural homeopathic way to relieve nagging chronic pain. Or call 833-425-7246. 833-425-7246 for Relief Factor Pain Relief. And by Beverly Hills Precious Metals Exchange. Inflation is going through the roof. Graham Ledger owns gold and silver, and you should consider it too. Go to bh-pm.com, bh-pm.com, or call 866-3-GOLD-25, 866-3-GOLD-25 for Beverly Hills Precious Metals Exchange. Thank you. All right, Mr. News, hit it! Next on the Ledger Report, protect yourself. It's time, ladies and gentlemen, from the economic illiterates in Washington, D.C., who are destroying your financial future. Stand by. The doors to the newsroom are locked and the PC police are not getting in, so sit back and relax as we unfold this edition of the Ledger Report. There was a time, a time before cable, when the local anchorman reigned supreme. And in San Diego, one anchor man was more man than the rest. His name was Graham Ledger. Even before COVID, uh, Stuart, the Fed was printing too much money. They went on a binge last year, perhaps for understandable reasons, but they overdid it. And then you, I think everyone's underestimated the huge disruptions, supply chain disruption, when you shut down the global economy. It's not like a light switch. But I think some people at the Fed, even if, even if the chairman remains happily oblivious, are beginning to realize, Stuart, the party is over. This year, the Fed has not created new money. Yes, they're buying $120 billion of bonds each month, but they're sterilizing it. They're withdrawing it from the banking system through a device called reverse repos, which just means they're borrowing the money. So it's like taking a bucket of water, pouring it at one end of the pool, then going to the other end and taking the water out. Uh, so the, there's a device called reverse repos, which just means short-term borrowings. In recent months, Stuart, that has gone up $800 billion, from zero to $800 billion. The Fed, I think, was realizing bad things are coming and they're trying to find desperate ways to stem the leaks in the dam. But with all those spending bills coming through, if they go through, watch out. The dam will break. What would be the best form of stimulus now? If you think we need stimulus, what's the best kind? <laughs> uh, the traditional kind, no new taxes, no new spending, no new entitlements, no increasing the power and the intrusiveness of the IRS and the Fed behaving itself. 
that would stimulate the economy. But this crowd in Washington doesn't get it at all. They want to do just the opposite, hurt the economy while we have these huge disruptions coming from bad monetary policy and uh, what happened last well, year. All right, Steve, if we do get a whole lot of new stimulus, uh, if the Congress goes out and spends another three or four trillion dollars, whatever it is, what happens? What happens is you're going to get uh, more rising prices. You're going to get the kind of inflation, Stuart, that afflicted us in the 1970s. Interest rates will go up whether the Federal Reserve likes it or not. It will be overwhelmed by the markets. And that's going to lead to uh, huge political problems, not to mention national security problems. It's bad for the world to have the U.S. seen as an economy that can't manage itself, that seems to be going down instead of up. And if it goes up, it's for all the wrong reasons, printing too much money. So, well, yeah, the consequences are going to be ugly. And I hope some way Congress gets some backbone and stops this stuff before it gets worse. Stop the tape. He's a little bit on the side of being optimistic uh, versus pessimistic in terms of hoping that Washington, D.C., a.k.a. Congress, a.k.a. the swamp, will understand what's going on here. Actually, what Steve Forbes is forgetting here. And, and maybe he doesn't know this, but he's a very smart man. And remember, he ran for president. I believe it was in uh, 1992, was it? Uh, could have been 96, but I believe it was 1992. He was one of the field uh, running with Pat Buchanan and, uh, and Bob Dole. Maybe it was 96. Sorry, I can't remember. You correct me. It was probably 96. And uh, he ran on a flat tax. I can't remember whether it was 10%, 12%, 15%, but this was one of the ideas he had. And actually, when you look at income tax, I believe I'm the kind of person who believes that an income tax is immoral and that the 16th Amendment is in conflict with the United States Constitution in terms of equal protection, and not just the 14th Amendment, but there are built-in safeguards for equal protection in the United States Constitution. And the 16th Amendment, which allows income tax, basically in any form on any person in the United States, is in conflict with these tenets that already exist in the United States Constitution. That's number one. Number two, I believe an income tax is immoral. Why? Because we are on this earth a finite amount of time and we choose to work or not work. We choose to be productive or not productive. Most Americans choose to be productive and work. And because we're on this earth a finite amount of time, that is a portion of our time on this planet as human beings, as individuals, as Americans, that we choose to work. We choose to do something with the finite amount of time that we have on this planet. What government on the face of the planet has a right to take a portion? Income tax is taking a portion of your time that you devoted to whatever you want to do. Let's say you want to devote your time to fishing. What's the difference between the government saying, hey, I'm going to take 25% of the fish that you catch, and the government saying, hey, I'm going to take 25% of the income that you earn. Does that make sense to you? There's no difference. Government has no right to take what you produce, what you do with your time, your finite amount of time, on this planet. The 16th Amendment should be abolished. The 16th Amendment should be proven by someone smarter than me that it's in conflict with the United States Constitution. <laughs> what a marvelous thing that would be. I wouldn't rely on a court to do that. See, 
you know, people come to me a lot and they, and they say, hey, you know, we've got this lawsuit brewing and, you know, the president, former president, 45th president just unveiled this lawsuit against big tech. And that's that's good because that's what the courts are for, to right a wrong, to stop, in this case, this uh, oligarch, this uh, monopoly, oligopoly from attacking innocent Americans. So that's a good use for the courts. But for relying on the courts to right a wrong, for example, the 16th Amendment of the Constitution is never going to happen. It shouldn't happen. That's not what Jefferson and Madison wanted to have the courts to do. Although it would be nice if we could have a Supreme Court justice and a Supreme Court, the Roberts Court, don't hold your breath, say, hey, the 16th Amendment is unconstitutional. Wouldn't that be grand? Wouldn't that be grand if they struck down the 16th Amendment? Instead, you're never going to get that from this or any modern Supreme Court. We could have a constitutional amendment, as we did with Prohibition, undoing the 16th Amendment. But here's the point. Steve Forbes understands what's going on here. And yes, in 1996, he ran on a flat tax. A flat tax is moral. More moral than a heavy graduated income tax. A heavy graduated income tax is exactly what the Communist Manifesto calls for. And it is immoral. Overall, income tax is immoral, but even more immoral is a heavy graduated income tax, which is what we have uh, in this country. But the big picture is what we're talking about here. Inflation, Steve Forbes is, is seeing the train coming down the tracks and it's coming right for our economy. It is a bullet train and it is on the rails. It's not going off the rails. It's only a matter of when, not if. We have this calamity of this collision between the bullet train that is Washington, D.C., slamming into our precious economy and taking with it potentially our 401ks. Yeah, and your house, your investments, your savings, your dollar. What do we do when we have a Federal Reserve that's doing what Steve Forbes is talking about, this crazy reverse repo nonsense? His analogy was the swimming pool. Look at it this way. If you have a mortgage on your house, say your mortgage is $200,000, and you go out and you get a personal loan of $200,000, and you take that personal loan and you pay off your mortgage, you still have a debt of $200,000. It hasn't changed anything. And this is effectively what the Federal Reserve is doing. It's absolute cooking the books. It is absolute mumbo, economic mumbo jumbo. It is economic craziness done and executed by a bunch of economic illiterates. And you notice how Steve Forbes characterizes the chairman of the Federal Reserve, Jerome Powell, as happily oblivious. How can you continue to print money as the Federal Reserve had been doing in, and infusing it into the economy and not have inflation. And we're not talking a little bit of money. We're talking trillions and trillions of dollars, just pumping it into the economy, keeping interest rates artificially low. Where should interest rates be? I don't know. But they should be driven by the markets, the free markets, not by Jerome Powell, not by these so-called masterminds in Washington, D.C., 
All I know is that interest rates are artificially low. And you heard Steve Forbes say, at some point, the party is going to be over and the interest rates are going to bust through on their own. That is the free market taking over. And the free market saying, hey, wait a minute. You know, we have this inflation now, this inflation reading coming in at 5.4%. 5.4%. And of course, the economists and Jerome Powell will say, oh, well, you know, it doesn't, uh, it doesn't include uh, certain things. And that's not the core inflation that we're, we're really looking at. But the bottom line is, anybody knows that 5.4% should be an alarming number. Now, I don't know why the stock market is not tanking. It's not. So we have a lot of people who are oblivious to what's going on. I don't know if this is what uh, pre-Nazi Germany looked like when inflation started to take hold and, and the mark uh, went crazy and people were shopping and going to the banks with wheelbarrows full of, of, of money. I don't know if, if we're mirroring that exactly, but the bottom line is we can't sustain what we are doing. Your financial risk is heightened right now, 5.4% inflation. And again, the Federal Reserve doesn't necessarily look at this inflation number. They look at other numbers. And so their target is 2%. But no matter how you slice it, 5.4% is not 2%. And so we as Americans have to protect ourselves from the so-called masterminds in Washington, D.C. who think they know better than we do. We know what's going on. You go to the gasoline pump and you know if you're in California, you're paying $5 a gallon gas in some cases. And even if you're not in California, even in Texas, the price per gallon has gone up. The price of milk has gone up. The price of lumber has gone up. The price of transportation has gone up. The price to move out of California. I've been told and I've been watching on a, on a page that, that chronicles this, that if you want to move out of California, you go to U-Haul and you want to get a, just a van, it's $5,000 to move to Texas. $5,000? Just a, just a regular moving van, you know, a U-Haul thing that you drive yourself, five grand. But if you're moving from Texas to California, it's $500. <laughs> what does that tell you? And the headlines in California scream, there is no mass exodus out of California. Okay, fine. You know what? Let them be oblivious to what's going on in California and let the Federal Reserve and all the so-called masterminds be oblivious to what they're doing. Some of us are paying attention. And there are ways to protect yourself, and we're going to talk about that with a new sponsor on this program. And the new sponsor is uh, dedicated to helping you protect your assets. This is not a hard sell, ladies and gentlemen. This is common sense. The new sponsor is Beverly Hills Precious Metals Exchange. And we're going to talk to the uh, CEO of the organization, Andrew Sorcini, in uh, just a couple minutes here about why these tangible assets are very important. And I would never talk about something like this that A, I don't know about, I do my own investing, and B, I don't participate in. I own precious metals. In particular, I like silver right now. Um, it's cheaper, but it, it mirrors the gold uh, upward trend. Gold and silver track pretty much together. Uh, but also, silver is being used in, in many other forms um, in our country right now, in computers and 
other uses for silver. So I like, not that gold isn't, uh, but gold is more expensive. You just get more bang for your buck. So I own uh, gold and silver in two forms, in an electronic form, ETFs, if you will, uh, but also uh, physical. Not a lot. I'm not one of these preppers. I'm not one of these folks who, not that the preppers are bad, but I, I don't believe that you know we're going to be uh, hand-to-hand combat and you got to uh, pay for your gasoline with uh, gold coins. No, I don't think we're quite there yet. Although, at this rate, you know, you look at society and, and what we're seeing in San Francisco, for example, people just waltzing into Neiman Marcus and waltzing out with purses and luggage and jewelry and, and, and the police don't do anything. And then we see what's going on with the inflation. And we see what's going on in Washington, D.C. Steve Forbes sees it. These people are out of their minds. They are out of their economic minds. They're out of their constitutional minds, yes. But when we focus just on the economy, and I do, I'm a nerd. I talk about the debt clock. There it is. The debt clock staring at us, ladies and gentlemen. $28.5 trillion. And the debt clock is a little slow. It's a little slow on the uptick because... You know, it's tracking what government's doing, but it's kind of hard to figure out exactly how much government is spending. We're spending trillions of dollars like they were thousands of dollars. To you and I, the government is spending trillions of dollars like we spend maybe $10 or $100. It is, and it's money that we don't have. And so when we talk about protecting ourselves, we have to do it on our own. And the one thing that's been constant, not only in the history of this country, but the history of the world, is precious metals, in particular um, gold. This program also, by the way, brought to you by Relief Factor. Go to my website, GrahamLedger.com, and um, you can see how you can link directly to Relief Factor. Please go to Relief Factor. They're good people, and they support this program. If you support them, then you support me. And also, it makes your pain go away homeopathically, no drugs. And of course, MyPillow and Mike Lindell, we want to support them. Just go to MyPillow.com, enter Ledger in the promo code box, and that's how you get um, a bunch of stuff off, GrahamLedger.com. Also, the Ledger register question um, has just been put up there. I believe it's up there right now. Just double checking. Yeah. Would you like to add gold slash silver to your portfolio to guard against the Biden D.C. swamp inflation? Ladies and gentlemen, the inflation is here. You heard Steve Forbes. I respect Steve Forbes. I I, I hope you do, too. Uh, And but it didn't take Steve Forbes to tell me we have an inflation problem. We have an inflation problem, ladies and gentlemen. All you have to do is go to the grocery store. And it's not just gasoline. Now, The Federal Reserve says that this inflation is, quote, transitory, meaning that they don't believe, Jerome Powell and company doesn't believe it's here to stay. Well, how do they know that? Hmm? How do they know that? They don't. They don't know any more than you or I. Because, frankly, as Steve Forbes was alluding to, this is uncharted territory. And the big picture that Steve is, is not either seeing here or doesn't want to see or not mentioning is that this is design. This is by design. The leadership in Washington, D.C. wants to create an economic calamity, wants 
to destroy the economy. Why? Why would they do that? It's the same reason why they're infusing critical race in the schools to upend and destroy the fabric of this country. It's the same reason why they promote open borders to upend and destroy the foundation of this republic. It all ties together. This is a Marxist, part of a Marxist philosophy, a Marxist plan to destroy this republic. The only way they believe they get their change, which is a Marxist model, is to destroy it. And Barack Obama did it during his eight years. He did it, I guess some people might say surgically, to a degree. DACA, for example, a surgical strike here, a surgical strike there. Maybe the greatest legacy, a negative legacy, of course, is Obamacare. You destroy health care. You, dest- you upend that sector of society permanently. And look, it's there for good. Obamacare is here on the American landscape for good, whether we want it or not. Thank you, John Roberts. Thank you, Barack Obama. And look at the price. You talk about inflation. Look at how much you you pay if you're paying out of pocket for a visit to the emergency room. It's out of control. And so Steve Forbes is the canary in the coal mine. Graham Ledger is the canary in the coal mine. And our good friend Andrew Sorcini is going to be the canary in the coal mine as well. Letting you know, listen, you've got to protect yourself. You've got to be... You bet you Steve Forbes in his portfolio. I would love to see Steve Forbes' uh, portfolio. <laughs> I would love to see how it's all balanced out, how much cash he has, how much he has in, in, in equities, how much he has in stocks and mutual funds and, and gold and gold and silver and precious metal. I would love to know how much Steve Forbes own in, in gold and silver, both in electronic form and in physical form. I would love to know, but I would bet it's a significant amount. And you heard him. Steve Forbes says bad things are coming. And he's not a pessimist per se. He's a realist. When we look at the economy and we look at inflation and we look at the runaway spending and we look at the government shutdown and how it disjointed the free market system, what's left of the free market system, and we look at the printing of the money in Washington, D.C., in the Federal Reserve, and uh, the Treasury working in unison to keep interest rates artificially low and, again, disjoint the free market. We look at taxes increasing. You heard Steve Forbes. Stop raising taxes. Stop growing government. We're spending money we don't have. We're spending trillions and trillions and trillions of dollars that we don't have. And at some point, ladies and gentlemen, the laws of economics trump the laws of politics. And we, thinking Americans, patriotic Americans, need to be in positions where we protect ourselves from these economic illiterates. Joining me now is the CEO of Beverly Hills Precious Metals Exchange, Andrew Sorcini. Andrew, you heard Steve Forbes saying, hey, the party's over, Federal Reserve. When are you going to wake up? When are the people in Washington, D.C. going to wake up? Spending trillions of dollars uh, that we don't have, growing the size and scope of government, talking about raising taxes in order to pay for all these crazy programs 
that they want to put layer upon layer upon layer of the American people. And when Forbes is asked, you know, well, what would you do? He said, get rid of government, make government smaller, lower taxes. But this isn't happening in Washington, D.C., is it? No, no, absolutely not. It's just that uh, they just keep kicking the can down the road. And ultimately, how does this end? It's it's going to end with a big implosion for the dollar and probably a complete reset. It's um, we have inflation that's just um, at record at a record rate right now. And it's time to start hedging. How 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 could we not have inflation when you look at what government did to our economy over the last year? Shut it down. And then we have the supply chain problem. I was talking to a, a builder in Florida. You know, and they build the homes there out of block, you know, cinder block, I call cinder block, but the trusses, you know, to hold the roof are wood. He said he's on there on back order on the trusses, the lumber, um, almost a year. You know, so the government has completely disjointed the economy and inflation is obviously one of the unfortunate pieces of fallout. From, from government like this. You surprised at all that we have a 5.4% inflation number? Oh, not at all. We're seeing it everywhere. It's like um, here in California, if you go to a restaurant and you, and you get the check and you look at the bill and you see uh, the itemized receipt for everything, they've added an extra charge right under sales tax. And it's um, every restaurant calls it a different thing, but it's usually three, four, $5. Yeah. It's uh, to accommodate for uh, what they've gone through with COVID. Um, like you just said, the materials are up three, four hundred percent, and and on back order. Um, my wife likes uh, luxury items like handbags and uh, nice jewelry. All of that stuff's on back order. It's um, everything from things we need to things we don't need are just um, sky high. And we have the the debt. I, I, you know, I like to look at the debt clock once in a while just to remind myself what kind of situation um, that we're in. You know, I, I believe in our lifetime, we're going to see this come due. And it's one of the reasons why the Federal Reserve cannot raise rates, right? They're, we're stuck. They've painted themselves into a corner. If interest rates start going up, the debt service alone on that $28.5 trillion, by the way, that doesn't include the $150 trillion, Yeah, that's with the T, $150 trillion unfunded liability. The debt service on, on all this is going to be astronomical at some point. And again, the laws of economics are gonna trump the laws of politics. You agree? I totally agree. It, um, it's my understanding that when, when we went off of the gold standard um, originally in the early 70s, that, um, that they knew when we went down this road that it was going to implode, that they knew that one day that the uh, means, temporary means to an end would come to an end and we would have to, uh, uh, have to do something radical to uh, get this uh, on track again. And I've argued that this is all by design. And so, you know, it's interesting. Uh, also, Andrew, the, the stock market seems to be oblivious. I saw this 5.4% inflation number come out and I immediately looked at the stock market and it was in the green. <laughs> yeah, I just kind of I scratch my head. You know, it's great to have, you know, equity positions. But you've got to protect yourself in this because, again, you know, these institutional investors, which in drive, drive the markets largely, seem to be oblivious to what we're talking about. Absolutely. It's um, and, and, and it's the regular people, the little guys that are just going to get crushed because for the past 10 plus years, they've been making money in stocks. And when you're making money the way that they are, you start to feel like you know what you're doing. 
but anybody could make money in a market like this, but knowing when to sell is key. And when the institution, institutional traders decide that they want to exit their trades with a profit, everyone else is going to be left holding the bag. So what I've been doing is, is taking slowly taking some stuff off the table and buying uh, electronic forms of gold and silver. Uh, this is what your expertise is in, hard assets, soft assets of, of, of gold and silver. Is this um, one of the things that Americans need to be thinking real hard right now in this inflationary uh, environment and an environment where the government is spending trillions and trillions of dollars that we don't have? They absolutely should be. You should be diversifying into either physical gold and silver, paper gold and silver, like the, through uh, ETFs on the stock market, or even treasuries. Those, those are items that are good to, to invest in as a hedge against inflation, which typically inflation is caused by an event or a series of events that, uh, that cause shortages and, and create prices to, to rise sometimes without a reason, but with this, in this case, COVID and uh, the, uh, the Fed Reserve's policies have just, made the, uh, has, have just made it skyrocket. So it's time to hedge. And when we look at the historical prices uh, of, of gold, um, it's, it's a no-brainer, right? I mean, it's not an asset. Yeah, it fluctuates a little bit. But if you, if you just look at, um, you know, since we've been on planet Earth and the historical price um, of gold in the last 30 years or so, you know, maybe it's been down around uh, $600 an ounce, but now uh, 30 years later, it's, it's effectively triple that number. It's not um, a kind of commodity that's ever going to, over the long term, going to plummet and you're not going to lose your value over the long term. Absolutely. In the last 30 years, the everyday household items and food, you can buy about now you can buy about one third of what you could have bought 30 years ago, but gold is worth three times as much as it was 30 years ago. So you need to have gold and silver, specifically gold to hedge against inflation. Okay. And as I said, this is what you do for a living. You help Absolutely. people out and you've helped a lot of people out in, in, in this sector. Is that correct? Whether they want to hold uh, gold coins, physical coins or silver coins, um, mint proof coins or coins that have been in circulation, or if they want to hold um, electronic versions of gold and silver, you know how to help people, correct? Absolutely. They can call me, text, email. I'll be happy to help. And the website is bh-pm.com, correct? Yes, it is. It's not a frilly website. It's not a website where you have uh, Andrew jump out of you and say, hey, I'm here to sell you gold. You need to buy gold. It's not like that, is it? Exactly. Um, we operate more like a wholesale division of, of just a large company. And uh, the website is really more of like an online business card. And it's just a way for you to be able to connect with me. It, um, we don't do any fancy advertising. We don't, uh, we don't have a, a million dollar monthly budget to advertise to draw in new business like, um, like many of the firms that we do. It's all refer referral based, all of it. And if you don't want to go to the website, uh, or if you do go to the website, this phone number is on there, 866-346-5325, 866-346-5325. And you're, you know, you can take on some new business, but you've been very, very busy of late, have you not? I have. Um, we've, had, we've just been bursting at the seams with, uh, 
on every part of the operation and had to bring on a lot more help to be able to handle it all. And, and what are people telling you when they come and you talk to a lot of your clients, maybe all your clients uh, individually, what are they telling you why, why they're coming and asking for your help? Um, the biggest thing is that they, they've known for years that they, need to, that they need to do this. They know they need to hedge with gold and silver and uh, they just don't know where to start and they have so many options. It, it feels like when you have to choose between one or two things, you, it's easier to make a choice than if you're looking at everything out there and they just need somebody to just tell them what to do. So I start off by asking just some basic questions to try to understand what their goals are, and then I can, I can help them out. And if they want to hold physical gold or silver, uh, but they don't have a safe at home or, or something of, of that nature, you know, they don't want to put it under their mattress or under the bed or in a shoe box. Can you help them out in that situation yeah. as well? We use an insured depository called the Delaware Depository. We set up accounts there that are um, very, very, very good as far as the pricing goes. It, um, they're insured, everything's completely private, and I have an account there too. So uh, part of our inventory for the company is actually stored at a depository in Delaware, and they ship product to our clients on my behalf. It's a wonderful thing. And can you go there and actually touch your gold and silver if you ever want to? You can. Before, before COVID, it was a lot easier to set that up. Yeah. It's, um, if you imagine what we believe Fort Knox to look like, it sounds like it's a mini Fort Knox. Wow. And uh, I'll be happy to provide all the information anyone needs if they just reach out. Sounds awesome. I, I just uh, can't tell folks enough um, that they need to protect themselves just the way they would protect their home with insurance or their car with auto insurance or maybe install a burglar alarm in their home. Um, they need to protect. We need to protect ourselves um, in this inflationary environment. It's not just inflation. At some point, interest rates are going to go up and then you're going to watch the economy um, either slowly or maybe rapidly. I don't know, but it's going to it's going to change. And in the end, we need to protect ourselves. And one way to do so is to diversify with precious metals, that is gold and silver. One more time, it's bh-pm.com. And this is Andrew Sorcini. He's the guy who's going to help you personally. Right, Andrew? Absolutely. Give us a call. All right, Andrew. Thanks very much. Keep up the great work and keep us informed on what's, uh, what's going on in your sector, okay? Thank you, Graham. I hope to be back. Ladies and gentlemen, the message from yours truly is very simple. Protect yourself. You know, you, you go out and you buy insurance on your home, protecting yourself from worst case scenarios, right? You go out and you buy insurance on your car, protecting yourself from worst case scenarios. You protect yourself from the rain with an umbrella. You protect yourself from the sun with sunscreen. We've got to take matters in our own hands from what little we can do to protect ourselves from these mad men and mad women in Washington, D.C. And one of the ways is, and remember, if there's massive inflation, what is that going to do to your dollar? Of course, it's going to harm the value of your dollar. And when you walk into the grocery store and you're paying, I don't know, a dollar, just bear with me here, a dollar a pound for onions, all of a sudden, it's going to be $2 a pound for onions. That's what inflation is going to do. And so you already see it at the pump. And it, that's just one aspect of it. Little by little by little, prices are going up. So we got to protect ourselves. Just like we protect ourselves from a burglar, we have a gun, 
or a baseball bat, or we lock our door, we protect ourselves, got to protect ourselves from these maniacs in Washington, D.C., the D.C. swamp, that are destroying our economy. We have to be ready for it. It's going to happen in our lifetime. And unfortunately, it's going to ruin my daughter and your children and our grandchildren's future. We're probably going to live to see it. We're going to start seeing it. It's not going to just happen probably overnight. This is a slow-moving oil tanker, and it takes a while for it to turn. Little by little, we're witnessing it right now. We're witnessing the beginning of the end. Again, I'm not trying to be a pessimist here. I'm just trying to be a realist. So we need to protect ourselves. I own physical gold and silver. I own electronic gold and silver, and you should too. And Andrew is a guy you can trust. So again, the number to call is 866-346-5325. I screwed that up. So again, 866-346-5325. Or if you want to go to the website and just poke around a little bit and see what they have there, it's not a flashy website, but who cares? Why do you want it to be flashy? It's B-H, that's Boy Hilton hyphen P-M, that's Paul Mary, bh-pm.com. Again, not a flashy domain name, but it's effective. So have a look, poke around, but you got to say Graham Ledger sent you, okay? And, and this way, they will give you the royal treatment, the royal at the red carpet, the gold carpet, the silver car- carpet, whatever you'd like. And I do business um, with Andrew, so I, I wouldn't send you someplace that I didn't trust and, and work with someone whom I, I didn't trust. So again, the company is Beverly Hills Precious Metals Exchange, and it's bh-pm.com. And when you call 866-4, excuse me, 866-346-5325, uh, please tell them Graham Ledger sent you, and, and they will give you um, the Graham Ledger treatment, whether you like it or not. you got to protect yourself, ladies and gentlemen. That's the bottom line. From the economic illiterates that are destroying our economy, Uh, through their positions, their various positions in government, in the swamp, in Washington, D.C. This edition of the Ledger Report is on its way to the Archives Library of Congress. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. I'm Graham Ledger. And remember, even when I'm wrong, I'm right.